This episode of Kindred Spirits is brought to you in part by Mundy Development. Whether you're beginning your first real estate purchase or you're a seasoned investor, Mundy Development can assist you with all aspects of the process. Kick off your next investment by visiting mundydev.com. That's M-U-N-D-Y-D-E-V.com. You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Ted here, John here. We are Hello. back. We are back live. If you're listening on our live stream, we are talking everything related to Washington Spirit. Uh, we apologize again for last week. We did not get to get you to a show last week. Uh, obviously, with the two was two on Lost Orlando was our last show, I believe, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apologies for that. We did not get to that. Um, let's uh, maybe I, I want to do maybe five minutes on that game. But first, John, how are you doing, my friend? How's your weekend? I'm doing good. I'm telling our Twitter list Twitter followers right now that we're live because, you know, why would I not do that? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Uh, we had uh, I got to really enjoy the game yesterday. It was weird weather for those of folks who came out there. It was like just cloudy all day and then sudden rain. But it wasn't wasn't so bad. Decent. Uh, the first half. We'll talk about it. First half was not fun. No. Uh, second half was second half was all right. I can't really complain. And it was weird. So I was considering at the last second not going because uh, this the spirit had posted like a million things like make sure you get there early traffic will be horrible and then showed the map with all the red lines and i was like it's already far from me <laughs> i don't really know <laughs> if i want to fight this but then i got in i got in in 55 minutes i got out in 55 minutes which is for me zero percent traffic on memorial day weekend so i'm glad that i went and did it although there was a shooting on the at the navy yard metro like yeah right i saw that yeah jeez like, not on a, on a middle of the day on a sunday is that that is some wild stuff hope, hope, i didn't hear anything else more about it. i hope everything's everybody's all right but that's still yeah. not not an enjoyable way to get to a game no no well glad you glad you were there um i, I know the crowd was things like eleven thousand at the stadium so it looked like a really good crowd felt like more i think the, the challenge too is like i don't know in the press box if the upper deck is filled or anybody's in it and i'm guessing it's not i'm guessing they don't sell two seats up there because the stands otherwise look pretty full so it, it feels like it should be more than eleven thousand. so i'm guessing they just don't sell up there i'm sure there's some there's some reduced some reduced sales i'm sure they limit it maybe to fifteen thousand, and they like chop out the top the half suites and- are packed yeah, at these games, they are packed. And also, it's very funny that most of them by the press box are all the families. And you can tell because there's like 35 people with a, a, a Trinity Rodman jersey and a, a Rodman, <laughs> Rodman's boyfriend jersey. And uh, it's it's great. I, I love I love I love it. I love I, I know who some of the like the husbands and stuff are. So like you can see them when something happens, they get up and get very animated. I'm like, that is this is cool. This is this is a fun thing to do. But you, you got to watch the game on paramount plus when it didn't cut out right when it was actually broadcasting yeah no i think it cut out it cut out like midway through the half um yeah first or second half second half i believe if i recall correctly if it cut out in the first half it would have been okay you'd have been (laughs) fine to have that happen but it did not miss a goal at least i'm you know there was nothing major that happened i think it was back up pretty good but man it's just like we know we understand things aren't going to go well or there's going to be glitches but i mean cbs again is just they are dropping the ball when it comes this only happens with an nbsl champions league coverage is fine uh europa league conference league everything all of that is fine all of that's good and then just to have this happen consistently just i mean just really shows i i don't know where cbs's priorities are if i'm if i'm nwsl i am already shopping around trying to find a new broadcaster maybe 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 you go to apple maybe you go to 
Just don't go to Flow Sports. Yeah, don't just go don't, to Flow just, Sports. <laughs> just don't do that. Uh, Flow's done, right. man. There, nobody is ever going to, nobody, I don't think anybody's ever going to touch Flow Sports again. Ted, there's people going to want to watch Hammer Throw uh, at the collegiate level. And where else are they going to watch that except for Flow Sports? It's the only yeah. place, the home but for th- Hammer th- Throw. Those, those sports will get that. I think if you are, regardless of whatever money Flow Sports throws at you, uh, don't, don't do I, it don't do it. it the the damage the irreparable damage you will do to to your to your brand is 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 significant mm-hmm. um but uh I'll, you know let, let's get into i said i'm gonna do five minutes orlando uh tough game for orlando and i, I think we're gonna see actually i didn't get a chance to look at the passing map the one that the one takeaway i have from that game is teams are really starting to zero in on the the top three of ashley hatch uh Ashley Sanchez and Trinity Rodman. I won't say they weren't ineffective, but they're they're the effectiveness they have in the attack. And I don't know if it's also I feel like I feel like over these past two games, what I'm noticing is I almost feel like both the all three of these players are presumably going to be on the national team. But I wonder if they're getting messages that their place is not as secure as they think it is. They really want to be there for that World Cup. And so they are doing things that are away from their natural style. There have been a lot of moments where Trendy Rodman has the ball in space, is, is is running towards goal, and takes a shot instead of finding Ashley Hatch on the right side. I, I know there was a moment, I think Ashley Sanchez, or, or I think it was Trendy Rodman was making a run in this p- previous game, and Ashley Sanchez tries a long shot instead of playing a simple ball that could have opened up in a goal. Um, this game in particular, I believe I looked at the uh, the passing map for for Orlando at the Orlando game last week, and it was both Trinity Robin and Ashley Sanchez were just out on an island. They, or maybe it's actually Ashley Hatch. I think Ashley Hatch was more on the right side. Uh, one of the two was either Sanchez or Hatch were just on an island. Like very few passes to them, very few connecting passes. Teams are getting better at recognizing and just keeping the ball away from those players, and so the the Spirit are having to find other ways to actually win. And, and get results. And fortunately for them, they are mostly doing it. Um, I think with the exception, you know, they got to get the goal from Sam Staub. They get the goal here from Paige Mateer off, off the, off the corner kick, but just something to watch here is, you know, and I think I look back, I think the last time if we're talking, you know, non-challenge cup type games in league play, we have not had a Trinity Robin or Ashley Sanchez goal. That was not a PK Diego, or Ashley Hatch and since San Diego. So, I'd say things are fine right now for the spirit, but that's a concerning factor for this game coming up. And, and one thing I wanted to add with, with the Orlando game, just to make sure we get a little bit of coverage. I don't know if there's anything you want to bring up about that game. You can feel free to jump in. Nope. It was, a, it was a, a disappointing outcome on the road for a team that uh, against a team that still hasn't found it. I think NWSL, we talk about MLS all the time about how the parody in the league and all that stuff. Uh, NWSL is even more, the, the parody is even more pronounced. They play against Gotham. This weekend, team who had last year was the the wooden spoon holder was actually worse than the spirit somehow, uh, and now they're in first place. Uh, there had been a lot of roster changes, of course, but um, it's still, it's just it's impossible on a week to week basis to predict where you're going to go. But the spirit have not had a complete ninety minute performance ex- uh, since San Diego, and there haven't mm-hmm. been a lot of injury changes. It's just been the way that it's that it's been in this game. You got to start, uh, I think Mark got to start his full choice 11 with Dorian Bailey coming back into the side, Amber Brooks going back to the bench, and every other than that, having sort of his full disposal. Uh, but the first half, Mark Parsons comes out and says, uh, we did not get off the bus. I did not get off the bus. 
this was not spirit soccer. This was not the way we want to play. And uh, luckily we weren't really punished for it uh, too badly. Yeah. I mean, just a lot of, you know, misplayed passes. They never really got, they really never really got into the attack and uh, Gotham to their credit made it hard on the spirit. They intercept, they made a lot of key interceptions. They moved the ball through the midfield. They got the ball into their attack very, very well in this game and, and really, uh, really put up some, some big opportunities. Um, I'm I'm trying not to get worried, but I am a little bit worried about this team. And by the way, you talk about parity. Uh, first to fifth, the the uh, the difference is uh, one point. The Spirit go out and win this game; they vault all the way to first place, um, mm-hmm. and they could still they win uh, next weekend. Um, you know, they could still vault for first place. There's 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 very much a top tier, and also I should mention North Carolina too. There's three points between North Carolina, but North Carolina is there in sixth. And then it drops down to 12 um, for for seventh. And then it just goes all the way down from there. So um, so there's definitely I I think there's a clear playoff. There's a clear maybe with Houston, maybe sitting on that fringe. Maybe they you know, they can win a couple games and get back into it. There's a very clear like the, the, the top six teams right now are the six best teams in the league. There's not much separation after that. Every team is sort of trying to trying to figure it out and, and try to do it and try to try to be better. I'm, I'm seeing just now on Twitter, some guy named star city fan says that, uh, he timed how long the spirit had the ball in the attacking half of the field. And it was five minutes of the entire match. I don't know. I'm not checking if that's verified. Yeah. yeah. Just a, it it certainly person. felt like it. It was not, I mean, they were not getting the ball into the attack. I wanted to go quickly pull up. Uh, there's like one person here who does stats and she does, she does an incredible job with it. So I was trying to pull up the passing map just to see kind of what it looked like. Probably. I would not be shocked if it looked similar to the Orlando game, which is just, the the three on an island basically not getting much so, into it. So the we'll so get started in this game. The Spirit gave up the first goal of the match in the twenty third minute. Uh, Bruninha receives a square ball from Taylor Smith on the left side, who shook off Andy Sullivan. Andy Sullivan was playing off a little bit. She came forward. Bruninha shook her off to the right and got some space and curled the ball to the top right corner of the goal. It was a very nice goal. Um, really was it was funny when we got the lineup sheets uh, for before the game. They had Gotham with five forwards. We're like, nope, someone messed that up. But Bruninho was one of those five forwards, but she got, she got, she was pushing up into the play to be, to be dangerous. And, you know, that was a deserved goal. I don't believe that, you know, the spirit were not pressing very well in that first half. They were not the biggest problem you'll see in that five minutes that might be sort of indicative of that is that uh, they were not able to connect at all uh, with the midfield was not able to connect at all with the forwards. Just wasn't happening. Uh, XG in the first half was 0.68 for Gotham to 0.05, and Spirit only had two shots. And the second shot was in the like injury time of the first half, so they just were not able to get it together. And they were lucky if Gotham was really firing on all cylinders, they would have likely been up more uh, in that first half. They, you know, we. Okay, I guess I could just keep going. <laughs> the the, uh, the they almost did. Uh, there was a goal that was that get brought back in the second half. And to me, as I was sitting there, I was like, two nothing feels right when that went in. I was like, I, I could not see from the press box what occurred. But uh, Yasmin Ryan converts on a near post diving header in the box. Uh, but a Gotham player was judged to have handled the ball in the, in the buildup at the top of the box. Spirit crowd went bananas after this. Uh, but there was, you know, Ted had an opportunity from watching from home to see what the to see what the hullabaloo was on, on the hand. Was it was it the right call? And what, what, what did you see out of it? You're on mute. This is this is what I get when I try to type in on my very <laughs> clicky keyboard and try not to make it go through on the front. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want I want to save you all and make sure our audio is good. Um, and I don't usually unmute myself. Anyway, yeah, it was it was it was the correct call. Um, 
I think the referee doesn't see it. It's it's very very slight. Uh, but the by definition, the ball hits the hand. Uh, the attacking player gains an advantage from it. Uh, th- there's so much. The handling rules again have changed so much. Uh, I think on the broadcast, both JP and I. Had a, I know JP Della Camera was the the main announcer, and then there was another person on on color. I do not know what her name was. Um, but the ball hits the hand, drops down. She gains an advantage. She's making her body bigger. Um, in in those cases, and in, in when an attacker, when it's an attacking phase of play, and there's a handling. And the and the attacking player gains the advantage of it. It is almost always, usually regardless of whether it's really incidental or not, there is almost always uh, a call that's made there. So it was the correct call. Unfortunate for Gotham um, because I, I think it it certainly was as far in the phase of play. And if the spirit dispossessed Gotham, then it almost becomes a mute a mute point. And then if Gotham gained it back and still scored, then it would be it probably would have been considered not in the same phase of play. But um, but it was the correct call. Good on good use of VAR on the referee to make the call. I'm sure Gotham fans will scream and say, "No way is that a is that clear and obvious?" Uh, but it was it it could stand, and if the attacker gains advantage, then it's 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 a uh, it's it's done. And I think even even when when you have the entire, I think the reason this the Gotham gets that goal is the ball hits the hand, and all the Spirit players just kind of stop and hold up their hands. The ones sitting right in front of it that saw it, I believe um, Andy Sullivan was there. Um, you know, throws her hand up and says, hey, that's handling. They all assume it's going to get called. It doesn't get called. And then it goes back to VAR. So usually a good indication sometimes that it, it's pretty clear from from where they're at. So I can confirm the Gotham fans were howling because the, they had a traveling assortment right to the left of us and the windows were all open. So we heard the drum and the chanting. It was you had to yell in the press box to hear each other. So good for them, making it somewhat annoying for us in the press box. <laughs> Uh, but good for them. They did what they're supposed to do. I like, I like the fact, you know, I've not seen uh teams, too many teams with traveling contingents here. So it's good for them to, yeah. to make it happen. Hey folks, quick break in the action to talk to you about the show's sponsor today, Monday development. Everybody knows the three rules of real estate are location, 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 but how can you decide on the best professional to serve your needs? For the past 20 years, Money Development has assisted clients, investors, and landlords with real estate and property management services throughout the DMV. For more information, check out mondydev.com. That's M-U-N-D-Y-D-E-V.com. Uh, yeah. The second half, I think the second half, the real the difference other than just effort uh, was the midfield shape changed to become uh, to try to you know, become more available off the ball. The eights were doing a really good job of sort of pulling the midfield of the Gotham forward and then dinking the ball over on both wings. Most of the time to Trinity Rodman, uh, who was able to run in behind and, and get opportunities on the wing to cross the ball in, to square the ball, to try to dribble in. It was a, it was certainly a change and it resulted in all of their offensive sort of function possibilities in that second half. Yeah. The goal. I, go yeah, ahead. Ted. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The goal, the goal uh, was exciting because it was coming, and also I, I'm a big fan of Paige Mateo now. Uh, scores off of a header off uh, Ashley Hatch corner in the 69th minute, uh, and then was immediately subbed off like a minute later. <laughs> like a minute <laughs> later, but uh, yeah, she's five ten. She's a great target uh, on crosses. I still think it's funny that Ashley Hatch doesn't want to be in the box on corners. Usually, at goal scorers are like, uh, "No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to take the corner. I'll be uh, trying to score." Thanks, but. It was. I think it was fair. It was a good outcome, and and Paige once again, story of the year. I, I I don't know. It's early. It's early to talk about rookie of the year, but I think coming from 
undrafted free agent to integral player to goal scorer uh, is pretty damn cool. Yeah. And I mean, the position she plays, I think it will be difficult for her to get that award. And there's a lot of young talent that comes in. I get to vote, by the way. So uh, they will send me, I I will get uh, NWSL (laughs) Writers Association will send me a thing. She's going to get at least one vote. And let, if, if, things, if things continue on this path, she's going to get at least one vote. We'll see what happens. I mean, there's going to be a lot of players, maybe some of the rookies that might go to the World Cup, they might exit, and then she might have an opportunity. opportunity I, won't, to... I, I, I won't say the name. There was someone talking about U.S. national team in the press box for Patron Tayer. I'm not going to say who it was, <laughs> but that, that that's where the conversation is starting. Yeah, I think that will be... I think that'll be something to watch uh, maybe next cycle. That certainly she certainly could be a next cycle, next cycle tackle player. I mean, talk, I mean, talk about just like uh, like you talk about what this season needed for the Spears to be good. I think it's finding a player like that is they did not have a lot of draft picks. There were not going to be game changers coming in. It's finding a player that maybe other other teams that sort of overlooked and then they come in and, and, and play well. So, well, they good. found a lot of draft picks. They ended up having a whole bunch. They didn't have it at the beginning, <laughs> but they, they made it so that they did. We and, and you know we talk about this every week, and I want to continue to throw my hands up and say I'm wrong about Terry McKeown at center back and Dorian Bailey at center back. Uh, it was another conversation in the press box, sort of being like the the fans were howling with anger about this, and I and I and we joined them. It seemed to me like it was a like it was a they were coping. They're trying to figure out a way to make things work instead of actually putting into a position that makes sense. Terry McKeown continues to show that this is this is a spot for her. She has she she's had a bunch of. <laughs> she's had a bunch of opportunities to score off corners and she's done horribly on all of them. So I, I, I think she's, she's not, not I she's think not she, in the finishing training anymore. She's so. not spending time up there anymore. I think that's the problem, but yeah, there was, so after uh, Mateo scores, I think in the 69th minute or seventh minute, they make three subs over the course of five, uh, Lena Solano in for Ashley Hatch, Marissa Shiva in for Paige Mateo and Nicole Douglas in for Ashley Sanchez. Yes, that's correct. Who, by the way, had her fiftieth match uh, with the Spirit, which seems like wild to have it happen so quickly, but that's how she's she's not quite Sam Staub level of Iron Woman, who is at the who has the uh, an all time streak of seventy eight games, I believe, uh, in a row. But she's certainly she's certainly putting up numbers uh, for the Spirit. But the game became really open after that. There were chances on both sides uh, after the ninety minutes. Solano had a header opportunity on a cross from Staub, I think, in like the ninth, like the eighty eighth or ninetieth minute. Uh, was not able to convert. Really, that was probably the the best chance to to sneak out of there with three points, but was not to be. Yeah, I mean, the spirit I think really started to after that sub really started to put together more chances, more opportunities. I think you talk about it being more open. Um, I think you know they had a chance to maybe sneak away with three points, and maybe we're having an entirely different conversation about where this team stands. Um, I mean, I think like over the course of the game, I think first half I think it was all Gotham. Second half, Gotham had some opportunities, but I think the Spirit also put together some opportunities as well. I mean, I think one one's a, a fairly fair result uh, for this game. Um, you know, I I I I think both teams. I think maybe the Spirit walk away maybe disappointed. I think Gotham also walks away disappointed considering yeah. where they stood in the game and what they had to gain by this. They do move to first right now, but again, it's 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 ultra tight. It's very tight up there uh, at the top of the standing. So. Um, I will say the Gotham subs in the second half were more conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were they were much they were much more about keeping where they were. I think they were afraid the spirit were in the ascendancy. Um, so there's that. I, I continue to be sort of worried about. Uh, I look at the bench and I feel like there's a place for a proven veteran on there mm-hmm. uh, in the attack, and maybe even the midfield. Maybe Tori Huster is the player in the midfield that can come. I don't know what her recovery status is. She's still in somewhat training. Um, I think that. 
there needs to be some player that they can bring on that is less of a question mark than basically right. Basically right now it's all rookies <laughs> and Nicole Barnhart. That's basically the bench every single game. So yeah, the, the window's going to open here in the summer. I hope, I hope that they make at least one move that sort of shores that up. I, that would make me feel better, particularly in the summer, but maybe that's not their responsibility. Maybe I have to feel anxious. <laughs> we got that world cup window coming up and that's, that's really going to be where this team is going to be tested. I, I hope maybe they're planning. You talk about Tori Huster, who's still coming off injury. I would hope maybe they can get her fit right before that, right before that world cup window and get her in a position where she can contribute because I think maybe that that's would- the plan. Maybe yeah. that maybe as far as like, and also Bailey Feist is still recovering from injury. That's a player mm-hmm. who's, pr- who's somewhat proven. So that would be another player. Anna Halfordy, uh, unfortunate. I, I was thinking my love for Paige Mateer has been like transferred Anna Halfordy love. Like I had to have find somewhere to place this like underdog spirit overachiever love. And, <laughs> and now, now it's for Paige. So Anna, when she comes back, that's what we'll they'll split it up. We'll have to figure out how to, we'll do a timeshare or something like that. But the spirit split the points in the end. I think it's a fair result. Mark Parsons said tale of two halves like 500 times in the post-game yep. press conference. <laughs> Usually that's the hack journalist's question, but it was also, he was, he was also riding with it. Uh, Mickeyone and Hatch both came down with Knox in the first half. They continue to play. Actually, Hatch sort of collapsed. She looked kind of got run into the back of and laid flat on the ground for quite some time. I couldn't see it completely. Yeah, there was, I think there was a discussion on the broadcast. There was, is she saying sub or is she saying tape? Um, was like, she need tape? And so they were all, and so I, I think the, the worry there was, you know, would she be able to continue? Um, and I think it eventually came out that, it, nope, she just need to be taped up. And she, I, I didn't notice anything too bad about how she was running. I think maybe she, maybe she felt something she just needed to just secure a little bit better. So, but something to watch as this team, as this team moves forward this year, they got next up next week will be, uh, the Racing third Louisville. against race Louisville. That'll be at home. I believe. Correct. That's their, I think that is their correct. Pride. That is their uh, pride match. So it is, uh, I wanted to quickly look at Louisville's you have, you have it in front of you right now, right now, what their last couple games are. Did they win this weekend? Who was that racing Louisville? Louisville? Yeah. Uh, they drew. It looks like, or no, they lost. Nope. Well, sorry. Yeah. They lost last week they lost to north carolina courage so it looks like um, yeah lost win win loss draw so they're in eighth place they are on 10 points to the spirits 16 so uh yeah louisville i don't know i i i i, I struggle to other than casey current who right now have six points and the red stars who have seven and the red stars beat the spirit this year um <laughs> So really anything, really, again, we talk about anything being possible. You'd, you'd like to see three points here. Everyone's healthy. Uh, yeah, I, I think if you had to make a guess right now and I'll and we'll take a look at it before uh, the the game on the Friday show for Patreons. But I think it's this is this would be something you want to see three points for, for sure. Yeah. Well, and you talk about and you talk about who they've they're 10 points right now, their eighth place. Their their diet of wins um, right now is Chicago Red Stars and Casey Current. Um, so they're beating the bad challenge. teams. Yeah, they're they're they are they are beating the the bad teams in in this in the league, and they're not able to beat. So they are they are a below average fringe, possibly like maybe fringe playoff contender at this point. If you're beating the bad teams, you're you're in the you're in the conversation for the for the playoffs. So um, and they did have a two two draw against Angel City on the fifteenth. So they they are they are certainly a beatable team. I think I think this is a game. I think where you're Mark Parsons, you're looking to right the ship a little bit. Um, you know, I talked again in the early in the show. I think both. I think Sanchez, Rodman, and Hatch are both are all struggling right now. Um, I think maybe there needs to be a, 
you know, yes, look for that shot if you have it. But maybe if we're outside the box, let's maybe check and see if we've got a couple of players making runs because um, there were a couple opportunities where I, I feel like the the synergy of that three is not is not where it was, you know, in 2021 or even in some parts of, of last year before the big collapse um, happened, where particularly during the Challenge Cup, where just like when those three were on the field, it was like they knew where each other was going to be. They were making passes. And I, I'm wondering if, again, I, I think they're both trying to compete for World Cup spots, sometimes in the same roles in, in a lot of cases, uh, even though they play sort of different roles on the field, um, but they're all competing for the World Cup. So hopefully, hopefully Mark can say, look, you guys are getting to the World Cup and you're going to miss your chances if you keep trying to do it on your own. If you can show that you can make that pass or you can get that opportunity closer to goal, um, you're, you're going to make things a lot better. And it's so we'll see. Um, see. I should mention, I guess, Ashley Hatch did assist, I guess she took the corner kick. So. In the run of play, there still has not been a goal um, or goal and assist so far. I think from the from from the major from the major players in the spirit. But other than that, guys, I think that's going to do it. Um, anything else you want to drop? Uh, patreoncom slash refugees If you want to join in on the live shows, we know we apologize. We've not been uh, good with the spirit. Uh, we will definitely have one for you out on Friday. So if you want that preview show um, with the press conferences and everything, definitely check that out. Definitely join it up. And also, you know, you join up and, and you want to send us a message. Hey, I'm joining for the spirit show. You know, or I'm joining for DC. That can help us. Uh, that gets us more motivated to make sure we do that for you all. So that certainly makes us want to go out and do it. So, yep. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. We'll catch you guys uh, next week. Vamos. Vamos. Thanks again to our show sponsor, Monday Development, available to help you with all of your real estate needs. To get started on your next real estate investment, visit mondaydev.com. That's M U N D Y D E V.com.